Have you ever dreamed of being able to make more money, live a better life, and have the financial freedom that's rightfully yours? Well now is your chance. With an engaging perspective and tone, your host Ryan Dement will guide you through your journey to financial freedom one step at a time. Let's get to it. Here is your host Ryan Dement. Hey guys, Ryan Dement, True Podcast. I hope you're having a great day. Another week, another day it ends in Y. It is Monday. And I wanted to talk about something that's just really been eating at me, and that's inflation. What is inflation? And we've got three sneaky tips for you and tricks for you to beat it. Because with what's going on in Ukraine, what's going on with oil and gas supplies, there isn't much... Uh, out there that is not going to be infected by inflation. And with political issues on both sides of the aisle, I don't see how we can resolve a lot of this. So we've got to find ways to fix it for ourselves. Stay tuned and let's kick inflation in the tukas. All right, guys, welcome back. What is inflation? Three sneaky tips and tricks to beat it. So let's first talk about what's inflation. I want to get everybody on the same page. Inflation is a word that strikes fear into the hearts of most of us. It seems to be what plagues us, what's killing our money, and we really can't do anything about it. Because we can't control the financial system. But what about if there was something you can do about it? What about if there were some sneaky tips and tricks to beat inflation? I'm not guaranteeing you anything. These are best practices. This is just me with a guy with a bad haircut right now. If you guys are listening to the podcast, sorry you can't see my hair. I need a haircut. But these are my three tricks. Educate yourself on inflation. The first step to beating inflation is understanding what it is. And if you don't know what it is, how are you supposed to be able to fight something you don't know what it is about? So simply put, inflation is the rate at which prices are rising. It's not a bad thing by itself, but it can have a major impact on your wallet if you're not prepared for it. Knowing what to expect can help you budget better and make your money go as far as you can make it go. Stretch the old dollars, they say. The second thing is you hear it all the time is invest in assets. Well, not everybody has the ability to invest in assets because They are tight on funds because of inflation. So what about if you can invest in you and you become an asset? So if you don't have enough money to put into Wall Street or you don't have enough to put into uh, a Roth IRA or something to that extent to where you have a little more freedom in investing, why not invest something for yourself that potentially could give you a return on your money. 
did did you know that there are some real estate uh, investment companies? These aren't REITs. These are just straight out investment companies that have filed, um, excuse me, their their Reg D offerings to where you need as little as five dollars to invest in their platform. And their platforms typically are uh, buying multifamily homes, uh, apartments, aka. And then they want you to hold your money in their fund for a period of time so they can earn money on it, of course, and get some rents in so you can actually make some interest. Now, that's $5. I know that's not very much. That's not going to make a difference. But if you could start somewhere with $5, $100, $25, I mean, you've got you've to start somewhere because ultimately you've got to invest in yourself and you have to beat inflation. If you don't have tens of thousands of dollars to go invest in gold or silver or oil right now since it's going through the roof or real estate where you go buy a house or go buy an investment property, it's hard. I get it. But there are ways that you can invest in real estate um, that is not going to break your bank. So take a look at those. I'll list them in the show notes. I found a few of them. I have not invested in them. I don't recommend them. I, I don't have any sponsorship from them. I just found them by doing some searching for this podcast, and they came up. So take a look at them. The next piece is not just being educated, but staying ahead of the curve. The best way to beat inflation is stay ahead of it. Keep an eye on what's happening in the market. Keep, keep an eye on what's happening in the economy. But when you start seeing things get out of control when it comes to pricing, you have to be able to tighten your belt and be able to control your spending. Even in good times, you shouldn't be chasing after the Joneses because the Joneses are broke, period. So if you're looking to keep up with the Joneses during inflation, you're going to go double broke which unfortunately will get you to bankruptcy. And during inflation, if you guys don't know this, and this is just me being flat out honest, during inflation, it's a lot harder to pay back your debts because your money doesn't go as far as it did prior to inflation. So what do you need to do? Pay off your debts. Don't rack up credit card debts. Don't rack up personal loans. Don't go out and get a car note. You just have to live within your means and then a couple notches below. Even when inflation's not around, if you live below your means, you'll never have to worry about any financial matters whatsoever. But now even more with inflation, you got to live two or three notches below your means. Otherwise, it's going to catch up to you. I just paid over $4 a gallon for gas the other day here in Arizona. And it's not getting any cheaper, especially with the friends uh, of Russia and everything that they're doing. A barrel of oil closed today $130. That's $5 a barrel in most places. California is pushing $6 a gallon. I hate to break you the bad news. This ain't going away anytime soon. This is a political hot potato. 
And if you don't invest in yourself, get yourself educated and be able to curtail your spending, you're just going to get yourself in more trouble. And you don't want that. Live below your means. So the the official definition of inflation, I want to put it out there. And I'm going to read this to you guys. Inflation is defined as a sustained increase in general level of prices for goods and services in an economy over a period of time. It is measured as an annual percentage increase. Inflation can be caused by various factors such as changes in tax rates, increases in government spending, or increase in the money supply. When inflation is high, it can erode the value of a country's currency lead to higher interest rates, and reduce the purchasing power of people's incomes. Now, does that all make sense? And all of those things are happening right now. The only thing that we haven't seen yet from the Federal Reserve is them raising their rates, and they're saying they're going to. But now they're factoring in the war in Ukraine and don't quite know exactly what's going on. I don't know if there's going to be a hold off on them raising their rates or not, I have a feeling that they're they're going to at least hit us with a quarter bip just for the simple fact is we're hot right now and it'll cool things down. People are still out spending like there's no tomorrow. Uh, and I think when they get those bills this month or next month, they're going to realize, holy crap, how am I going to pay for all this? I don't have as much money as I did before. It's just going, going and gone. They're still saying 50% of Americans are going to take a spring break, excuse me, spring break vacation. Well, let me tell you something. I travel pretty consistently and I tr- I'm trying to book flights into Indiana. And right now flights are $900, $900. That's not first class. That's back of the bus, $900. The max I ever paid was $400, $350, $400. Maybe the height of the pandemic before things came down, closer to five. But they're now double, and they're saying the prices are going to continually to go up. At $130 a barrel of oil, if you guys don't know, Jet A that runs airplanes comes from crude oil. Prices will continue to go up. I don't know very many people that are going to spend $900 on a ticket. It doesn't matter how far. I, I've looked out four months in advance, and it's still 900 bucks. There's no price relief in sight. Rental cars are still crazy. Hotel rooms are still crazy. I don't know how everybody's affording it. I don't know if they're just slapping it on their credit cards and making it happen. And if that's the case... We really are going to have some problems on the back end. And could we have a crash in the market just from consumer spending? Because when everybody gets hit with those bills, what's going to happen? They're going to stop spending one and two. Are we going to see a wave of bankruptcies? I don't know. But we can't continue to spend our way out of these problems. We've got to have some serious financial solutions in place. We've got to be able to start having our own oil pumped on the United States or within the United States. And, you know, from administration to administration, it seems like we're caught between a rock and a hard place. We'd rather bring it in from OPEC, Iran, Venezuela, and Russia before we do it on our own shores, which makes no sense, but that's here nor there. 
I am not going to get into that battle. So what causes inflation? That was a tangent, guys, a tangent. It's caused by many factors, but the main one is when the government prints too much money. And guess what, guys? We've been in a pandemic. There's been over $3 trillion printed from the government. So there's way too much money chasing way too few goods. So guess what happens? Inflation. There are also a few other things uh, that can make inflation worse is uncertainty in the economy. We're at a tipping point right now, and I don't think we're quite there yet, but it's going to happen where we're going to have uncertainty in the economy and people are not going to know what to do. So guess what's going to happen? So you know what's going to happen, guys? We're going to have hyperinflation. And we're already starting to see it with what's going on in Ukraine. If you guys didn't know, Ukraine, Russia, and those countries around there are the biggest producers of grain, wheat. And guess what? Wheat in the last, I think, five days is up 50%. And hyperinflation is defined as an extreme case of inflation where prices of goods and services rise at an extremely high rate, typically more than 50% monthly. So guess what? And some of these things that we're going to be buying with wheat, so let's see, wheat is cereal, it's bread, um, pastries, I don't know what else you want to think of, but anyhow, here we go. And I'm not saying that it can't be reversed. You can. The problem is the situation that's escalating it, I don't think is going to change. And unfortunately, from a political standpoint, there is going to be a lot of finger pointing when it comes to how inflation works or hyperinflation. And when I say works as in the cause, because you can hear the messaging from the administration stating that the reason why we have high gas prices and the reason why we have high uh, oil costs is because of Russia. We had inflation prior to Russia. So don't let the noise and the BS that politicians push cloud your judgment. You need to make sure that you got you have the facts in line and you're able to make a discerning decision when it comes to your money, because at the end of the day, they don't worry about your money. You're the only one that's going to worry about your money. You know, some of the things that, you know, all the the major players on Wall Street and all the gurus talk about is how do you hedge inflation and how do you keep hyperinflation at check for yourself? You know, one of the things they talk about is being a stable currency. Well, the dollar's up and down and all over the place. So again, can you invest in something like silver or gold or real estate? I know if you don't have a lot of money, that's a big deal, but it's an option. The other way you hedge your bets and fight yourself against hyperinflation and inflation is don't spend as much. Spend on your necessities. Live below your means. Like I've said a hundred times, live below your means. Take it down a couple notches. 
You don't have to have all the toys. You don't have to have all the craziness. Mark my words. We're going to have an influx, which I'm starting to watch the market now, the auto market, truck market, of people that are putting their vehicles up for sale. And the vehicles are gas guzzlers, all these huge trucks that people have out there, these huge SUVs. Think about it. At $6 a gallon and you got 30 gallons to fill up, six times three, that's almost 200 bucks to fill up your tank. And how many times are you filling up that tank on a monthly basis? Probably two or three times, depending on how much you're driving. Uh, I don't know about you, but that gets out of control. So what is that going to do to the market? We're going to now start seeing the used car market soften to where you're going to have more vehicles on the market than you have demand. Now, could that help us with some pricing and some, some riding the ship? Yes. But if you're in the market for a truck and you're paying 5 $6 a gallon, why buy one now when you can wait out a little bit longer? Because more than likely, gas is going to probably go up even higher until a nation or nations, however you want to look at it, the NATO group, uh, makes a decision on what they're going to do about Russian oil. You know, today the German chancellor came out and said, hey, we're not going to ban. We're not going to stop taking Russian oil because they can't. They got their hands tied. The lights will turn off and no one will be home if they stop buying Russian oil because they took away all their other energy sources. They had a huge nuclear uh, plant network shut down years ago. So they have no way to be able to keep the lights on. Sound familiar? We're kind of in that situation too. But the car market will soften. And as more new cars come available, as the chip shortage becomes a non-factor, those prices too will come back down. So if you're able to wait out the market a bit of time and you're able to find yourself a good deal during this time, make it a secondary vehicle that you can pay cash for. Just don't go out and finance it, please. Not at this time. And if you can pay cash for something, why not pay cash for it and you have no payments? It's a depreciating asset. It loses money for you. It's not a money maker. You need to always be putting your money in vehicles that give you profits, interest, and grow it. And there's so many other things to do other than buying toys and keeping up with the Joneses. My two tidbits. Have you take that? That's up to you. Like I said earlier, there are some investments that you can put out there that will help you. Gold, silver, real estate, other precious metals. You know, people are into Bitcoin. I don't know enough about Bitcoin. I think I know enough to be dangerous. The fluctuations in it, that's up to you and how you want to ride that out. Um, there are also treasury notes that you can buy from the federal government that specifically 
are geared for inflation and you can buy those. They're not huge money makers. By all means, they're not. But you can make a few bucks with them. And I think you can get in at $100. If I Correct me if I'm wrong. Let me know. Lastly, don't borrow any more money. Pay your debt off. If you need help with debt, you need help with financial coaching, mentoring, let me know. But do not rack up any more debt. It is not worth it. And it's only going to stress you out in the long run. And it will become more of a pain in the tuchus than it needs to be. Because your money's not going as far right now. Because of inflation. And guess what? You can live without things. Four walls, guys. Four walls. Food on the table. Clothes on your back. A roof over your head. Transportation to get to your job. That's all you need. Everything else is gravy. And as you put more money in the bank, cash, use your debit card. I'm not saying not to go buy things, but you don't need to buy them on credit, on impulse. Stay away from that crap. That's how the banks get rich. And we decide to end up paying them all their money and then some because of their high interest rates. So guys, just stop. All right, guys, that's it for this week on what is inflation. But let me leave you guys with this. We're in trying times. There's a lot of craziness going on. But if you're if you educate yourself, you get the facts and you make the best decisions you possibly can with the facts that have been presented to you, you'll do well. But you've got to stay away from borrowing more money, outspending your income, and not understanding how inflation affects your pocketbook and your bank account. And lastly, we didn't touch on it, but I'll touch on it very quickly. Inflation kills your 401k also. And we can talk about that in in another podcast because your 401k is tied to more than likely the stock market and the stock market is tanking right now and you don't control what you invest in per se with your 401k like somebody like me that i trade etfs stocks whatever i control all of that so i know when to get in get out and handle the things that i need to handle but your 401k you've got to ride it up and down up and down up and down So you're not just getting your cash eaten up, your 401k is getting eaten up too because of this. All right, guys, have a good day. Stay healthy, stay safe, have conversations. It is okay to disagree. We are all not on the same page. Do not cancel each other out. Stay safe, stay healthy. I'll see you guys on the other side. Have a good one.